Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, mesenchymal, I think it is. I can't remember how you say, it, but it's a certain type of stem cell. And well, like they were talking about going to Panama, which is you get like an intravenous stem cell. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I? Uh, let's see. So, like, go ahead and talk into that mic. I think. Uh, I don't really hear you in my mic. Let me uh, let me adjust uh, adjust the mixer real quick. Like I said I just re-networked all my cables, so I should be able to hear you, but I don't. But you can hear yourself. Yeah. Mm, no, you can't. Not at all. Yeah, I can. Oh, there we go. Let's try this again now. No, hey, that's been one of the, the fun parts is learning learning how to do uh, this. And I'm like learning how to do some other stuff right now. So yeah. Yeah, you can play at the Globe. Yeah. I just, you I do whatever was, you want. Every time I get a Globe, I, was, I look wrong. Dude, I got some plans for this wall back here, and I keep bouncing back and forth. I was going to – I'm going to get um, – like I was gonna do this like brick wall, and then I've considered doing like um, it almost looks like laminate laminate uh, tiles that you just like put on the wall, but it, it has like a, a kind of a rusticy look to it. But I've got like a picture collage I'm gonna do back there, okay. and then another thing I've been talking about uh, maybe doing is. Um, I don't really want to do the brick wall concept anymore. That's what I was originally. But the photo collage idea is still the same. Um, but I had another idea just the other day about something I could do with it, and I forgot what it was. It'll come back because I'm always, man, I'm always trying to think, like, think of ideas to advance the podcast. Yeah. Look at you, you're a martial arts instructor, podcaster, and interior I do. Decorator. I have started telling people <laughs> I'm a podcaster. Interior decorated too. Um. <clears throat> well, you know, so I had to do. I had to design like. I mean, that's like I was thinking earlier about when I like really came up with a business plan. Yeah. But uh, that's just like anything in the gym. That's like I try to go over the top almost with like rugs with our logos the on them. Looks great. Well, thanks, dude. And it's going to get even better. We're about to get the roof sealed if it'll ever stop raining. We're getting a new coating on it. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, we're always trying to improve it. I got some. Um, we're going to get some extra mats uh, to replace some of the mats on the other side uh, that are um, just a little older in July. And then I got some ideas for some other things we're going to do. So so you got to do jiu-jitsu for the first time yesterday. Yeah, Chad Kersey, um, audience listening. I'm addicted now. I wasn't going to go this morning, but I didn't get to bed. Well, you like got – so have you – like, so you did – what, you were in the Marines? Yeah. For how long? Four years. And you were stationed in Okinawa. I was in Okinawa two years, and out there I went to the Philippines for a month. Did you do any stick fighting? Nope, I didn't have a lot. I, I didn't have a lot of time. Yeah, you first for years, you boom, 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 go here, go there, go here. Go you got to tell them, dude. Be like, hey, I want to yeah, go right, over here, yeah. do I'm some callies, some screamer. Yeah. Um, uh, then I came back to uh, I was stationed in Southern California at Camp Pendleton, and then from there I deployed. You could have been training with Hickson or Jack Toffer. Yeah, but I, I wasn't. I wasn't there for you know probably a total of three months. Because as soon as I got there, I went to Quilpa's course, and then from there I came back, and then I deployed to Afghanistan, and then came back, Damn. and I was processing out. 
Yeah. Um, so you're in for four, you said four years? Yeah, four years. What was, uh, what was being deployed like? It was eventful. It was, <laughs> it was uh, I mean, I, I, I enlisted to do stuff like that, you know, and I finally got to go on a Like on the tail end of your, um, yeah, on, the on your four, four years. Is that, yeah. uh, so did, were, did you originally want to go be in for longer than four years? Was that a thought I, I in the know. beginning? I just needed to do it and wanted to do it. And I've always had, uh, a uh, drive to go into the, the service. How old and were you when you joined? Twenty years old. 20. I, I went down to the uh, to the, uh, the office on my birthday. Yeah, right on. Well, you know, I think that um, yeah. I mean, here's a here's a fun fact for you. I guess who was in the military and went to West Point? Who? Maynard James Keenan from Tool. Really? Yeah, you listen to Tool? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I'm seeing a perfect circle in concert May 26th. You've seen it before? Same. Uh, I have not. Have you? Nope. I never have seen any concerts. And I'm not a concert guy. You don't go to concerts? But it's cool that have like, you... I hear people's stories and stuff. Dude, like... you got to go to concerts, bro. I do it all the time. I talk about like we review the concert when we go to it on the podcast. Um, uh, speaking of the Marines and concerts, uh, my best friend that was in the Marines with me, like we went through the whole thing together. He's from Southern California. We met in Marine Corps combat training. His name's Jonathan Molesty, crazy dude, but he's a manager for a uh, reggae band. Oh, called cool! Fortunate well, Youth. All right, yeah, plug, plug he, him right here on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. he's. Uh, he I'm gonna see if I can find something to listen. To. Uh, we'll uh, we'll throw it up on the TV. Yeah, uh, Fortunate Youth. I love that guy. He's he's great. We got a lot of stories together. A lot of stories. He'd be he'd be someone to have on this thing. Uh, you know, I am going to do, uh, some phone, uh, I've got set up to where I can do phone calls so I can have people call in that can't be here in the studio. Uh, but I haven't played with that, uh, too much. Fortunate youth, burn one. (laughs) Oh, these dudes are hippie AF. I like that kit. (laughs) That's, that's funny. Cool beat. Yeah. See, so what we're listening to, the, uh, the audience cannot hear it, but we can. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. See, well, and too, because I do that for YouTube reasons, I, until I advance mm-hmm. my technology uh, a little bit, where I'm building a podcasting supercomputer. So, yeah. See, that dude's playing a djembe, dude. That's what I got right here. Okay. Yeah. See? You didn't know that drum was on the level. It's right here in the studio, in the studio. Yeah, groovy. I dig it. Well, we can still listen to it. I'll just turn it down a little bit. And then YouTube will autoplay us some stuff. We won't notice it, and we'll be getting sold products and ads <laughs> and everything, dude. It's the new age yeah. of, of marketing. Man, I hate getting those... Um, like you're you're watching a video and during the video an ad comes on. Oh, that's the worst. It it, it's always like the the worst the time. Most inopportune moment. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing as when um, I'm trying to watch a show and Cora wants to talk and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it also it reminds me of growing up and you had like a really awesome movie on, and because there was no you know streaming back when we were kids, it was just 
you know, you was at the mercy of the commercials on TV. Yeah, there was not. I remember. I think. Um, I think Michael, my cousin, was like the first person I knew that got TiVo. Oh wow! And I was Man. just like, they "What? Had the cool stuff. What a miraculous!" They did, dude. <laughs> they had the box where you could like get the all the channels yeah. at one point, and um, oh, what else? Like, uh, dude, yeah. I just always remember just going over there and having a blast because uh, he always had cool cool stuff. But um, yeah. So, so you did some training. That's what I. That's why I brought yeah, up big you, map. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. So you you did some rolling esque type. So like, well, how would you think that would stack up with what you did yesterday? Um, it does all right. Like I, uh, I can't really remember it because it's been you know almost seven, going on seven years now. But it was like similar, like when you were rolling, like yeah. like is what we were doing last night. You yeah, feel like it was. It's not nearly as close quarters on the ground like that. Like you do, you don't want to go to the ground. You want to try to stay up and get to the ground. That'd be nice. That. If you could but stay you do, up. They do teach you the throws, you know, the judo throws and all that and how to land and you're doing that and combat gear and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the, so like uh, part of my master's thesis is about American military traditions that um, are based on martial arts. Okay. So like um, the Green Berets, for example, I know a couple of gr different Green Berets. One was my philosophy professor and he was a knife instructor in the Green Berets. That's awesome. Okay, uh, another guy uh, was my, my very first judo instructor, uh, and he uh, got, two, while he was in the military, uh, he got two black belts, one in Ishinur Karate, uh, like a striking art, and um, one in judo. So uh, that's what kind of got me interested. Like, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, why... And I and there's plenty of other military traditions, uh, but I was like, why would um, why would we be trying to get our guys in the special forces black belts in these um, Southeast Asian martial arts? Mm -hmm. And the real answer to that, in in, in a par partially, was Vietnam. Like that was coming. So like. There is a demonstration at Fort Bragg. Actually, I'll pull it up uh, for John F. Kennedy. And um, what you're about to see is this, uh, what is like, um, wow, it's, I think, it. what is it? Oh, man, I'm spacing out about what they called it in the military at that time. Um, I want to say combatives, but that might have been the program that came about in the 90s. Um, but it's, 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 it's basically hand to hand type tactical training. And, um, so you see these guys, so there's this guy named William Fairbairn mm -hmm. and he was stationed in Shanghai and, um, <clears throat> he got in all these knife fights and ran the riot squad and he wrote all these books and he like was a black belt under Kano, the guy that invented judo. So as a lot of people were, the guy that was the, the founder of Sambo, um, Vasily Ashkapov, he, he, and he, he, 63, hold on. Okay. There we go. The audio clicked off on the computer, but it's cause I'm doing an upload. Uh, so this may be it. I don't think it is. I thought that cause I saw, I cited this particular visit by JFK and it might not be on YouTube anymore in uh, in my thesis. 
but we'll find it one way or another. This does look familiar. I've I've seen it, but uh, this is a little longer, so we'll just let it play. I but get a little nervous every time I see him out in the car. No, <laughs> oh my god. Um, so yeah, I've been going down a big JFK rabbit hole, um, and uh, it's just man, like. I'm fascinated by John F. Kennedy and oh, LBJ yeah. and both of those. And, and then Nixon, too. Like, all three of those administrations in the 60s are just such a a crazy time. I mean, I'm doing a I'm, – I'm prepping to do a real serious set of podcasts, a history podcast on it. And um, so, basically, this Fairbairn guy and this other guy named uh, Sykes – they they come up with like all the modern training that you know and that you said that you did were like these are like the forefathers of that okay. and you you see the first like major culmination of it if it maybe this this it may be right here if it's not this one um I'll I'll find it before uh, or I'll I'll try and find it and post it in the description but I think I think it is this one I just thought it was sixty three instead of sixty one but um. See, it, it doesn't matter what year it was. It shows the the type of training that the SF's doing, um, and it might be under Green Berets because sixty three. Your professor that was a Green Beret was he in Nam? I don't know. They don't really talk about no, it. No, they don't. Like the well, the one um, one of them was South American group. I know that. Uh, but he's pretty secretive about it. Yeah. Well, they ha they have to be. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. JFK. Um. So we had this long tradition. Even Teddy Roosevelt, he was trained in judo. Got a brown belt in judo. Trained basement in the White House. Got the guy that was teaching him judo in the basement of the White House a teaching position at West Point. But due to racial that. tensions with the United States and uh, Japan, because like you had a lot of immigration coming to California from Japan. Uh, and uh, in 1907, there's gentlemen's agreement is what it's called. And it's basically where um, they're like, OK, no more Japanese immigration mm -hmm. to the West Coast. So they shut that down, um, and then they put this guy that's back in uh, that's wrestling. But for like I think even all grand in total, it was a year that we were learned that judo was part of um, the curriculum at West Point, right? And he was uh, like the guy, one of the very first guys to become a tenth dan in judo, a tenth degree black belt or a red belt. Um, taught at the uh, he taught in the White House and he taught at West Point. Wow. So Teddy was the man. Really was. So but then it just like that tradition sort of dies off and then after World War II we start kind of reinvesting and part part of it I believe is like when we faced um Japan and like the we see the kamikaze bombers and just the way that in the way too the propaganda depi depicted the Japanese uh was wild. Uh it's like these is barbarians and savages, but they did the same thing to us. I believe it was um Saipan or man, I can't remember. It, and it may it was more than one Pacific Island, but in the Pacific Theater in World War Two, when our people landed to liberate, like people were jumping off the cliffs and committing suicide because they were afraid of what we were going to do to them. 
because of like what the Japanese government told us we were going to told them that we we're going to do to him, whether it was true or not. But there's um so after World War Two and between JFK, we start really investing our our military. Uh, in like martial arts training, particularly Southeast Asia martial arts. And then when we get involved in Vietnam with the Indochina war, inheriting that from France and everything, uh, that's like right here in the middle of all that. Let's see what he's saying here. Okay. 82nd airborne. Ho hopefully this is a video. If not, it's still a cool video to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's, uh, have you ever listened to any of the LBJ tapes? No. Nope. I've been, that's why it's taken me so long to get these history podcasts. Cause I'm listening to so many like primary sources like this and watching, uh, primary sources and documentaries on all the people I'm doing an episode on because I'm only doing one year of history. It's like a micro history podcast, but it'll be like 10 different episodes at least. So I'm doing an episode on LBJ. Uh, I'm doing an episode on RFK, JFK's uh, brothers, Attorney General Robert Kennedy. No, where is this at? Uh, Fort Bragg. Okay. October twelfth, nineteen sixty-one. Just just pulled that up on YouTube. Um, but yeah, see, so basically this like a, I see this as a, like a show of strength, Yeah, you know, like a military parade. Yeah. Like these, these are like probably, I mean, probably released at the time, um, to be seen by, uh, like our, uh, like on the news and stuff, mm -hmm. I would imagine. And, yeah, Let's they... see. Okay. I think this is it. Okay. Special Warfare Center. Psychological Operations. Guerrilla Warfare. Awesome. Counterinsurgency. So I cite this. The guy, same guy that published the Pentagon Papers. Do you know what that is? Mm -mm. Ellsberg. He um he worked at the Pentagon and he published all these papers that just blew um blew everybody's mind on uh the, like the you know sort some of the behind the scenes and like the the you know what he had, what he knew about the Vietnam conflict and things that, that our government had been doing. Well, so he wrote a paper called Counterinsurgent Judo, right? So it's about using the strategies of judo to overthrow foreign governments and went over hearts and minds and stuff like that oh hearts and minds yeah uh you ever heard that statement oh, before? a little bit once or twice yeah yeah <laughs> man it's crazy bro yeah i don't know if it can be done hearts and minds hmm. so yeah they're just showing some spe some sf training of different types, but, uh, I want, there's, there's a, I believe, I hope that this clips to the green berets at some point. Um, but you know, talking to, talk, I would love to have either one of those guys just to talk to him about the, okay, right here, right here. It is dude. Freaking. Oh, Goshi dude. Just a couple of hammer fists, little number eight wrist throw. Yes. Yes. This is it, dude. 
This is the Sykes Fairbairn milita military tradition rooted in judo and Japanese jiu-jitsu and years on the riot squad. They invented the, the Sykes Fairbairn dagger, which is a dagger used by the Green Beret and is on their insignia. Wow. Look at that. Did you do any of that? Mm -hmm. You did? Yeah. First time I did it, it was not very pretty. Did, were you scared? Oh, yeah, I was scared. Because once, you know, I was away from home, you know, and you're just getting yelled at left and right. And then you get to something I've never done before. <laughs> Man, that dude went down like three quarters of the way in one jump. Wild. Oh, we got, oh wow, dude. Oh, how would you Whoa. like to be dude on the stretcher, man? <laughs> Crazy. They are lowering a dude down like what's like, it looks like just a straight flat wall, probably what, 30 feet up mm -hmm. at least on a stretcher vertically as they've rappelled down. And this is the uh, October 12th, 1961, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, and it's 10 minutes in on the video. Look at that, dude. This is such a great... Uh, I know somebody that's done that. Was he supposed to let go? Yes. Okay. That See? looks fun to me. I... No, no. That would be where I would go home. I would go <laughs> ring the bell or whatever. <laughs> that's, that's the seals. I don't have a bell here, I don't think. Yeah, well... I would find a way. <laughs> that was even David Goggins, the guy that he was on Joe Rogan. You should watch it. He's a SEAL guy. Uh, I believe he's a SEAL Big Special Forces dude. Buzz cut, buzz cut. I think he was bald, but he has the world pull up in 24 hour record. Oh, and, um, and he does like runs 200 something miles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. I actually started watching that yesterday, but I didn't get to it. Cora texted me. Yeah, so I'm I'm fascinated by this stuff, as you can tell. But um, got parents texting me about testing testings today for the kiddos. Is it just testing week for you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Got uh, got all the testings all the way till Saturday. Then we got fights on Saturday. Got three people. So this is what we've been building. Like on Saturday, I'm gonna have a guy boxing, kickboxing, and fighting in MMA all on the same card. Wow, same guy? No, 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 no. Three different, three different guys. <laughs> but that's the thing: is the guy that's doing boxing only boxes. The guy that's doing kickboxing only kickboxes, and the guy that's doing MMA does all of it, you know. And that so that's like, and then we have judo and jujitsu and nogi, and um, that's what like kind of what we've been building is the ability to be. And we have some people right now that've been competing in freestyle judo, and um, also we've uh, always got tons of people that have competed in jujitsu. So it's. Um, it's, you know, we, we're trying to be versatile. And for the people that want to do MMA or people that want to do any striking-based combat sport, we got it. And uh, it's just kind of uh, like Tim. Have you seen that dude box yet? Nope. He's legit, dude. He's had eight fights. He just turned 18 yesterday. So, um, oh, you pointed him out to me the other day. Yeah, he's a savage, dude. Uh, he's Luckily, I could look at that dude, the Rocketeer. Look at that. Oh. The Rocketeer, dude. That is the Rocketeer, bro. Man, Are you seeing that in 1961? That that dude, the Rocketeer, movie. bro. That came out when I was a little kid. Yeah. And, like, as soon as I, like, dude, there's a bunch of movies I will loop back and watch as an adult. Mm -hmm. Like, 
You ever see that movie when you're a little kid, The, the Newsies? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, with Christian Bale. Christian Bale yeah. yeah, dude. I'm the king of New York, bro. Yeah, yeah that movie is my jam, bro. <laughs> um, dude, I'll tell you another couple good ones came out when I was a kid that I went back and watched but weren't as good. Like uh, Kid in King Arthur's Court oh, yeah, with the kid that. from Rookie of the Year yeah, who, saw, who when we grew up, was in American Pie. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's such a... That was it's not a good movie no more, huh? Kid in King Arthur's Court? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Rookie of the Year is probably still good, <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, one, uh, so this guy I'm going to have on the podcast that owns a, a coffee shop here in town, um, he, uh, he like crashed his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Somebody ran into him and, um, he like broke his arm and like his back and all this crazy stuff. But he was like, we're, I was sitting at the coffee shop talking to him and he was sitting, sitting there like this. And I was like, dude, have you seen the key of the year, bro? Cause you look like garden hoser right now. I think what was his oh, name, yeah. Rowan Gardner? Yeah, but they like the coach always called him something different. Yeah, dude, I'll tell you another cl- another classic movie from when we were a kid that I do that I did kind of like like as an adult that I rewatched is uh, a few times uh, Little Giants mm-hmm. with Rick Moranis yeah. and Devin Sawa. Yeah, dude, that's a damn good movie. Indeed, indeed. But yeah, that uh, so Ice like box. that was that, that yeah Icebox. That guy, the older brother, he's a black belt and something. I seen on TV the other day. Who's that? The uh, the guy that's in the comedy shows, Modern Family. You know the older brother, Rick Moranis, in the in the one with the car dealership. In the movie. Oh, was that um? Was it Ed? I, I, Ed I, I, Ed, uh, Ed O'Neill. Bundy Is that Ed O'Neill? Ed O'Neill. Yeah. Oh, right. dude, I totally. Yeah. Is that Ed O'Neill? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he's a he got his black belt. Yeah, he is under Hoy and Gracie. Yeah, I did not make that connection though. Uh, I never really watched uh, what uh, Married with Children. Yeah, it is, dude. That's Ed O'Neill, bro. Yeah. Nice drop, man. (laughs) Who cares that you don't go to concerts, you crazy bastard? (laughs) How you not gonna go to concerts, dude? You got to take your wife to a concert. It's not my thing. I mean, I would if she wanted to go, but it's just I don't get excited about it, so. Yeah, you know. It, so you, so if you go, it, it, just just so you know, like I, here's why I go. Because like there was a period of time where I, I like a couple of years where I kind of like I, I don't know if I I kind of felt burned out or whatever. I just didn't go to. I went to a whole bunch in high school and after high school, yeah. and then when I was started going back to college, I didn't go for a couple of years, and then. um Man, I we go to concerts all the time. I want to see a Purpose Circle in Dallas, but dude. Just like it is an awesome experience. If you go see like a show that it's like has really good music and like a really good light show, it's a it's an awesome experience. Like name your top three favorite bands. Oh, and it can't be any country music. Well, well, no country. Well, no. Well, no, I, it, well Led Zeppelin's never going to get. Dude, back well together, that you so. know me too. But then I found out they plagiarized like twenty songs, bro. So let's just just go ahead and throw that out there. Yeah, but they're the best. And then probably Rage. I'm a big Rage Okay, Rage. Guy. I like Rage. I talked about him this morning. Yeah, and then probably my third. There's so many. Um, 
Me too, dude. But um, their newer stuff yeah. is uh, is saddening. Uh, Alice in Chains, the original. Yeah, I, I loved yeah. them and you know, the whole grunge thing. Of so I've seen. Life. So I've got to see the Chili Peppers in concert. Unfortunately, not with John Frusciante. Mm. Uh, Pearl Jam. You like Pearl Jam? Yes, seen do. Pearl Jam in concert. Um, let's see here. Um, widespread Panic. You know who that is? Yeah. Seen them in concert like like eight or nine times, and. Um, I was really into Seven Can't see Alice. In yeah, really? Yeah, you know, I remember. I think I did see them in concert. I never got to see Alice in Chains, uh, like the new version, because I don't want to. And because, um, <laughs> like, dude, I'm a huge Lane Staley fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I even really like that side project he did with Mike McCready from Pearl Jam, Mad Season. Huh. My pain. You ever heard that song? Probably. I just don't um, it's called River of Deceit. I'll throw it up on the podcast. Speaking of Led Zeppelin, have you heard any of uh, that new Greta Van Fleet band? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. First time I heard them, I thought it was like some unreleased song. Uh, yeah, that Led I thought it, yeah. Well, yeah, they call them Baby Zeppelin or uh, or something like that. So I may have to I may have to go get Cora her car. Uh, like the ignition is has been weird. Um. So she, uh, it was, it was fine. Uh, and then yesterday, uh, we got it, we got it back working and, uh, it's doing the same thing and then it's going to, I'm going to go over there and it's going to be fixed. And <laughs> same thing happened yesterday afternoon. <laughs> so this is. Yeah, so this is so the guy playing this riff is the guitar player from Pearl Jam, Server Deceit by Mad Season. So I need to get this set up, and I'm trying to get this set up where I can get the audio to record for my audio podcast because I upload on like it goes so I out to like ten different audio platforms. When I put it on Podbean, it goes to Spotify and iTunes and Stitcher and all of these different um, uh, people that distribute it. But this, so this is Lane Staley from Alice in Chains. Uh, so like, I'm trying to get like YouTube has these super strict rules, man. Yeah. It's it's garbage. <clears throat> oh, the nineties. It's it videos. sounds good too. Dude. Let's not Lane Staley. <laughs> yeah, that's good, dude. <laughs> Classic lane. River Deceit, Mad Season, one album, spinoff when Mike McCready and Lane were super strung out on heroin, yeah. if I'm not you, mistaken. You, you, of course, seen MTV Unplugged whenever he was, they did the Alice Oh, James yeah, Unplugged. dude. That's, I love it. Man, he looked like if the wind blew, he's going to fall over. Yeah, dude. Okay, so. I read this online and I've heard some, I've heard people say it. I don't know if it's true or not, but they say when, um, they found him days or a week or I don't know how long after he died oh, wow. in his apartment. So like he is just this total recluse, like just went down the street to this bar and like, was just like super addicted to drugs, man. Mm -hmm. And like, I assume heroin, but, um, they uh, the rumor is is that when they when they found his corpse he had had his arm amputated due to like needles and stuff I'm sure an infection maybe gangrene but that's you're reckoning for a dream the end of it oh damn dude 
It's a dark movie. It's Jared Leto, dude. We just went full circle. He's, he's talented, man. He is. You ever see uh, Lord of War? Oh, Nicholas yeah. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, dude, that's times. a good one, too. He's strung out on that one, too. Yeah, he plays doing one. that bump of coke right before he goes into rehab. <laughs> Crazy, yeah, man. His brother puts it out there for him, you know. Yeah, I may have to. I uh, may have to wrap it up in yogurt core. I think. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, those are some. Well, we've referenced some good movies so far. Yeah. Like, what are some good shows you've been watching? Anything um, good? We're on the lately? De- Defenders right now, which is not bad. With Defenders? Yeah. What's it's a Marvel series on that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've heard about that. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. So, like, what I what I want to do is uh, probably, like I said, my last guest and I, um, Brian Chenoweth, uh, we were talking, and I may, I may. Uh, we're trying to come up with some ideas, but I want to. I want to watch all the Marvel movies. I'm not really into DC. I did like the Christian Bale Batman's, but yeah, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck so is good, never though. gonna be my Batman, dude. No. I'd rather have Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mister Freeze <laughs> than I would have Ben Affleck as <laughs> oh, Batman. Oh, blasphemy! Yeah, but um, so I want to do like a series of podcasts on the Marvel universe. I watched that Black Panther, and I did a review on that. So I do like reviews on the it, side, man. and it was I'm super I good, dude. Yeah, so it's um it's kind of crazy uh, like what gets views and stuff on on YouTube and on audio platforms like you uh things I wouldn't think but also things that I I would think so like on YouTube um you can kind of hit a niche with like doing like I I like watch a lot of TV shows and movies so I'm just doing a little review on them after and um, you, I get pretty good reviews on those, and the, like the concert reviews also, like that the most listened to um, podcast, two of the most listened to podcasts are concert reviews. See, I don't, I couldn't be the concert guy, but I watch a lot of movies. Not like I used to though. My parents yeah. used to own a movie store back in the day. When really, gangster? Where yeah. at? Back in Coal Hill, Arkansas. Um, uh, they had two in Clarksville and one in Ozark. What, what one in Clarksville? Uh, what, what were they called? Gosh, I main video, no, home video, home video, dude. On the college, you know. Yeah, then they bought the one up there, um, right across the street from Pizza Pro. Yeah, they sold those two, then they opened one in Ozark. Home video, dude. So yeah, hell so yeah. Growing up. You ever see Surf Ninjas? Oh, did I? Did I see Surf? <laughs> Bro, I love it so much, <laughs> dude. You know, I've met Ernie Reyes, senior and junior, multiple times. You go to my Instagram; I got tons of pictures with them on there uh, from like three or four different years of going to this conference. I go to a lot, uh, usually in July and International Fight Week, which they put it on a different week this year for some reason. I heard. Um, I go to uh, Vegas for this thing called the Martial Arts Super Shows. Super fun time. So, a little velvet revolver came up on the autoplay. That's apparently related to Mad Season. Uh, but uh, yeah, rest in peace, Scott Wyland. You ever listen to Wineland? Wyland? Wineland? I don't care. <laughs> uh, man, I just found out today that my boss is coming to my next class to your, listen to me lecture. Your boss? I have a boss. Wow, in, my, in the in the one class that I teach, I have oversight, like, which is fine. She's like, but she has to, you know, be sure I'm not like totally goofing off. Your on. boss is a lady. She is. She mean? No, she's pretty nice. Oh, she your boss to, at your college. Yeah. Gotcha. I was she like, came and talked to me in my office today. She's, boss you know. at your martial arts. I was like, I don't understand how this works. I'll tell you how nice she is after my lecture and what she says. Okay. 
but uh yeah i think i'm just like um It'd be funny if, like, I just like went all out, suit and tie, uh, full on PowerPoint video clips, like student interactions. Could, like four of my students would be like, "Here's your script," <laughs> like really, really send it over the top, make everybody yeah. actors. <laughs> they do, they do good. Uh, they like a lot of them made D's and a couple of F's on my last test, which mm -hmm. I gave them a chance, like, to bump it up. One thing I did, I, I put like a bunch of bonus opportunities within the test, so that helped a lot of people and helped me be able to grade on a curve. But um, what was the subject? What was the material? Well, it was a lot of material in its world history. So the transatlantic trade network, Fancy slaves stuff. and tobacco, yeah. sugar, yeah. coffee, um, and then uh, the Reformation in Europe, England. Um, so like the Henry VIII in England and then Martin Luther in like uh, the German states, Wittenberg uh, and like John Calvin and Sweden and Switzerland and uh, and so on. So just how it, um, how it spread. So, <clears throat> and uh, Louis the Fourteenth absolutism. It's a it's a type of like political rule that was popular during that time. That was not a good idea, and it caused people to re uh, like revolutionize and organize and which execute which, people uh, that were kings. The Anne chick that got her head chopped off. The queen. Who was she married to? Who was the king then? I believe that was Henry the Eighth. And Henry. And Anne Boleyn. Uh, Antoinette or whatever. Oh, Marie Antoinette. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember. One of Louis's, uh, I'm sorry, one of uh, Henry's wives did get executed. I didn't go into, the only thing we went into Henry VIII for uh, was Church of England, Reformation type stuff. I didn't hit on anything because it's just like you have such limited time. You have to kind of pick and choose your subject. I have a book and a syllabus and like state requirements to meet and stuff. But I mean, I get to, you know, I get to elaborate more, but I, it was more about like af rulers after Henry, you got to kind of like spread it out. But so, uh, but it was, uh, you know, the reformation is a big topic. The transatlantic trade network is a big, is a big topic, uh, French history and, and starting and getting into all that and Louis the 14th and absolutism. That's a big topic. So I think it was four, four chapters and like you know, three and a half weeks of lecturing or something since the last test. And, um, some of them totally bombed it. Mm. It's not my fault. <laughs> There's a serious correlation. The ones that bomb it and, uh, didn't come to a uh, class. Oh yeah. You know, like, uh, and then, uh, it, you know, I just, I let him do it. Like after I was like, Hey, write me this assignment and say, why you should got a better grade than you did. And I, I read all of them and I was like, okay. And then today, like, uh, like one of those, like, uh, I was like, and then here, uh, somebody, somebody didn't write their name on this one. I just like wadded it up and threw it behind me and everybody's just losing it. And I was just like, yeah, dude, I don't have time for that. Uh, but I, I was joking with them. I mean, uh, so I got to treat them all like little people because yeah. like, I have a wide variety of ages in there. I mean, a lot of them are probably 18 to 25, but I got probably half a dozen over 25. Anyway, well, let's see here. What kind of car does she drive? 
uh, a, a Ford Focus. Yeah, just a little gasket. Or uh, we're about to actually upgrade both our cars. So I got the business car and then that one. And uh, uh, I think I'm gonna get like like some sort of like a Tacoma or something like that. And um, well, we hadn't really decided 100. percent Probably I think about getting like a midsize. Um, sort of a crossover type SUV or maybe like a super nice Honda Civic or something like that. Something that's got some room. Uh, so a good, a good friend of like uh, our coaches and um, some people we know uh, owns a really large car dealership. Mm -hmm. So probably you're going to go through him and trade both our cars in and um, get two new vehicles and get, get like probably – I mean, this is super favorable uh, the way we're ta we're talking about doing it for how it's all going to map out, and we get to write off one of them through the business for sure. Mm -hmm. If not both, we're probably going to write both off through the business. So, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, dude. So uh, we're going to have to definitely um, do some future podcasts. I do have to unfortunately wrap it up all to right. uh, to go s uh, rescue. Um, um the damsel uh cora so just to plug cora um the fight promotion put her uh fight up on youtube you watched it mm -hmm. yesterday uh cora wilson kimura cora versus That's melody a, mcgill at pyramid cool fights movie. if you want to watch it it's on there we can't do anything about it they put it up thanks <laughs> It's like now she, so like in legacy she fought on legacy and uh legacy put her fight up too so uh, so now she both both her MMA fights, but none of her kickboxing and some of her jujitsu is on on YouTube. But uh, y'all check her out; she's up and coming in all sorts of ways. Twenty five years old, jujitsu purple belt, judo brown belt. Uh, she's had two MMA fights, undefeated in kickboxing. Uh, just won a decision against this girl that competed on like uh, American Ninja Warrior and stuff. That's funny; they thought they were going to out jujitsu her, and Cora put mm -hmm. her in an Oma Plata. Like, girl got a takedown in the second round. And two, Cora got nastily illegal upkicked. Yeah, that was dirty. Oh, dude. Did you hear me losing it in the corner? Yeah, I did. I was losing it, bro. <laughs> losing it. Like, jumping over the fence. Like, Isn't it a DQ in certain certain? It's fights? a DQ if I jump over the fence no, for I us. Mean, <laughs> that upkick she did. Yeah, well, I thought it should have been a DQ or at the very minimum a point deduction. And they didn't do nothing. Yeah. Well, too, they're trying to save time, but they, I did think that they breezed over the at the rules meeting a little too fast. But you know what do I know. I'm just you know a coach who is concerned about the safety of his athletes. <laughs> well, uh, okay, man. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. I'm gonna go uh, rescue uh, Kamora Cora, and we're gonna get some some eats. <laughs> go back and test the children. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, real quick, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug uh, some of my guests real quick. I got some upcoming guests. You might want to hear this if okay. you've been you've been listening to the podcast. Mm -hmm. Right on, dude. Thanks. Need those views. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm having David Brown. Uh, he's a guy who's worked in media, um, does some podcasting of his own. Uh, friend of a friend and uh, awesome dude. He actually did a news story that's on the internet over when Cora and Evelyn won the IKF in uh, Orlando. 
Uh, John Warren, he did a Music Unraveled with me. He's coming on. I'm having Josiah Evance on. Uh, he is a coffee connoisseur. We don't have a date for him, uh, but most of these are like first couple weeks of April that I'm rattling off now. They're confirmed. It's not sketchy, but it gets a little weird sometimes. I don't like splitting the audio off the uh, camera feed. So, um, okay, then uh, Stephen Gorley, he is a judo and jiu-jitsu black belt. Uh, and a great friend of mine, he uh, actually made me this box here that my bite belt came in. I was recently promoted to bite belt in jujitsu, and um, that is a holder that they gave me. And then I'm having a guy named Bread and a guy named Justin Myrick on, and they have both trained with Fabio Santos recently. It's going to be a jujitsu unraveled. Steve Gorley will also be a jujitsu unraveled. Brass Mitchell will be an MMA unraveled. Um, but Justin and Brad trained to Fabio Santos is a Hicks and Gracie coral belt and um, it's going to be an awesome time. So got a lot of other uh, guests waiting in the wings, trying to do five episodes a week. Got some reviews and things also coming out. So stay tuned. <laughs>